0: What is up free? It's your boy Marty Bent here to introduce this rip of Rabbit Hole Recap. Great rip. A little tired. Still a little tired. Good week of decompressing my family. This rip was brought to you by our good friends at Unchain Capital. Unchain Capital is here to help you eliminate single points of failure in your custody model and offer you financial services so that you can leverage your Bitcoin to do cool things like get out US dollar loans Set up an IRA. They leverage Bitcoin's native multisig properties in all their products. Uh, their vault product is a two or three multisig in which you hold two keys. Unchained holds one. You always have control of your UTXOs if you have your two keys. Unchained is always there to be the second in the two or three multisig quorum if you need them to sign. Uh, they have a white glove concierge service that's going to take you from zero to having a vault set up with a thousand bucks worth of Sats in it. Again, they're going to walk your hand. They're going to grab your hand and walk you through the process. It's a white glove service. Tell them that TFTC sent you you're going to get $50 off that package. Go to unchained.com and check out everything they have to offer on their website. Not only their products, uh, but their blog as well. They have incredible products and incredible content. Unchained.com. Go check it out. This rope is also brought to you by our good friends at Brain. Brains, Brains. Brains is the team behind Slush Pool and the team behind Brains OS Plus Firmware. Slush Pool is the oldest mining pool in existence, first ever mining pool. They've been through it for over a decade. Pretty incredible, actually. Many pools have come and gone, but Slush Pool has remained. And their hash rate's going up. I saw Edward Evenson talking about that, uh, tweeting about that earlier this week. Uh, more and more plebs and industrial miners are joining slush pool because they've been steadfast in their support of bitcoin and they provide a great pool service on top of that again they have their brains os plus firmware which allows you to stack more sats because you can produce more hash with your asics if you have an asic that is compatible brains os plus firmware and you're not using it you're leaving sats on the table it's you download the firmware and you stack more sats it's pretty simple no uh, increase capex or anything like that. It's a free way to stack more sats if you're a miner. If you're not utilizing it, you are leaving sats on the table and you're not being a good st- business operator, in my opinion. You can go to brains.com, B-R-A-I-I-N-S.com to check out everything they got going on from Slushpool to the Brains Plus firmware. Find out what ASICs are compatible with it. If yours is, go download it. Uh, they have insights.brains.com, which is a great mining dashboard with all the information that you need about the mining industry and the statistics and data, not statistics, the data of uh, the mining network at any given point in time. And they have great content as well, brains.com, B R A I I N S.com. This script was also brought to you by good friends at Hoddle Hoddle. Hoddle Huddle is here to bring you a no KYC, no AML solution to. Use your Bitcoin as collateral to get stablecoin liquidity. Uh, HODL Hoddle leverages Bitcoin's native multi-sig properties too. You put your Bitcoin up as collateral in a two or three multi-sig escrow wallet. You hold one key, your counterparty and the loan holds another key, and HODL HODL holds the third key. Put your Bitcoin up as collateral, you get stablecoins. Uh, since you hold one key in that two or three multi-sig uh, quorum, you have visibility into the uh, wallet at all all times throughout the duration of the loan so that you know that your sats aren't being rehypothecated so you have certainty that if you pay that loan back plus the interest, you are going to get your sats back at the end of the day. If you have stable coins and you want to get yield on them, you enter the other side of that marketplace. Okay? Go check that out. huddlehuddle. dot com. com No KYC, no AML. Bitcoin native. It's a beautiful thing. We also have a promo code for the black box that's being offered by Upstream Data Freaks for 5% off uh, one of their bundle packages. So If you're buying a bundle package with the black box, use the code FREAKS, F-R-E-A-K-S, and you will get 5% off. Go check out Upstream. Shout out Steve Barber and team for building incredible products. Black Box is a great way to mine from home. Uh, take. Get KYC free sats to contribute to the distribution of hash rate. Enjoy this rip freaks. Okay. You've had a dynamic where money's become freer than
1: free. If you talk about a Fed just gone nuts, all all the central banks going nuts.
0: So it's all acting like safe haven. I believe that. In a world where central bankers are tripping over themselves to devalue their currency, Bitcoin wins. In the world of fiat currencies, Bitcoin is the victor.
1: I mean, that's part of the bull case for Bitcoin. If you're not paying attention, you probably should be. Probably should be. probably should be.
0: Bravo, sir. Bravo. What a week. What a life. What a time to be alive. How are you feeling? Great
1: week. It's always so good seeing just just being with Bitcoiners and hanging out with Bitcoiners and getting to know them. I mean, like, uh, I guess we'll just start it off with a brag. Like, I got to spend a lot of time with Craig Raw and his beautiful wife.
0: And his beautiful voice.
1: Um, I think that was a big win for me. That was uh, special.
0: He's, a, he's a, a scholar and a gentleman. Obviously, we had him on stage for the live RHR. I was able to speak with him briefly backstage before we went on. And yeah, just incredible human. He's going to be here in Austin in a couple of weeks too, he was telling me. So, Craig, if you're listening, we need to connect um, and do a rip.
1: I thought you already talked about it with him.
0: We did. I mean, we're going to do it, but we need to pick a date. (laughs) Um, I
1: think you just like like, uh, giving off the perception that you get to communicate with people through the... (laughs)
0: It's a, uh, it's a, it's a good. Like a good I literally had here. a
1: conversation with him. He's like, I'm very excited that when I'm in Austin, I'm going to be doing a, doing an in person rip with Marty. Yeah,
0: it's fun. It's going to be comfortable. We got these chairs here, Craig. We've got a, uh, got a good setup. It's popping in the, uh, the Bitcoin Commons here right now. There's, there's a bunch of people behind us doing a tour. Um, maybe we'll get a peep in, at some point. But no, dude. Bunch of <laughs> How <laughs> is gone. the... How was the reaction from the Bitcoin Magazine team to how the week went?
1: Uh, p- we could talk about it next week. I, uh, there, it's just been constant debriefing for the like. I literally just got off two hours of debriefing calls. Um, <laughs> but uh, I mean, I, I think it was overall it was obviously a massive success. Um, I think the total tally was about twenty six thousand people attended. Man. Um, I know personally, I was, I was pleasantly impressed with, with sound money Fest ending it. It was like a proper celebration to end it off.
0: How was it? Um, I, I had to leave Saturday morning. I, I kind of just like
1: peeped my head in, uh, out of morbid curiosity. Um, like, cause I was exhausted and I was like, there's no way I'm doing a music festival right now. Um, and I stayed the whole day. It was great. It was oh, fucking yeah. awesome. Killer Mike and Big Boy were fucking insane. I heard really good things about Dead Mouse. Logic was his first live performance in three years. Um, Damn. Vibes were high. Vibes were really
0: high. Because Logic was supposed to be retired, right?
1: Well, his first live show in three years. Yeah. So, I mean, three years is a pretty long time not to have a live show if you're an artist. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, it was a great also, week. Also,. Uh,
1: During Sound Money Fest, in between each set was uh, was clips of Ross and uh, Lynn, and uh, Ross's mom, Lynn. Yeah, and those were very powerful. Um, Yeah, so I I think I think a lot of people got exposed to the story of Ross that had no idea who he was. I mean, there was uh, thousands of people there that that only had sound money fest tickets that didn't have uh, tickets to the rest of the conference. So that was, that was definitely a highlight as well.
0: Yeah. Ross is in prison serving a double life sentence. He was prosecuted by a woman who now uh, runs a $1.5 billion crypto VC fund. She's leveraged her uh, tarnishing of that man's life. Which fund is that again? I think it's named after herself. Bonf- or, oh, yeah, it is Bonf- named
1: after herself.
0: Pond funds or whatever. Um, yeah. It's, it's just thinking, like,
1: well, I don't want to hear any talks about us us of having won already as long as he's still in his cage.
0: That's good. Yeah, we'll know we, we've won when we back up uh, to the prison that, that Ross is in and break down the wall and put him in the paddy wagon so you say, you're free, sir. You're free. Um, free Ross alright let's get this started price of Bitcoin right now as you can see we'll go with the block lock uh, I can't read it now It's $39,991 one cuck buck is going to get you 2,502 sats back under an $800 billion market cap sitting at $759.8 cuck bucks we had a difficulty adjustment just uh, how long ago When was that?
1: Third Um, negative one of the year, right?
0: Yeah. It happened 43 plus 16 is 59 blocks ago. And it was a negative 1.3% adjustment. That's because blocks were coming in at 10 minutes and four seconds on average. Again, we're only uh, 59 blocks into... This Epoch uh, estimated to be an upward adjustment of 5.3%, but that's not an accurate reading. We're too close to the last adjustment, which happened early this morning. We are currently seeing 2,298 transactions in Clark's mempool. All right, no, that's a predicted next block. Uh, Clark's got 842. hundred 400, eight thousand four hundred thirty three 8,433 transactions. I can't speak... I'm still in a daze from last week. Um, Samurai Roll Poll has 4,529.37 bitcoins uh, in unspent capacity. That's $181 million in unspent value. And I believe that's an all-time high reading on this podcast. Uh, $4,500. let us fucking go. Let's go. Uh, there's a lot going on in the world right now. Even though... <laughs> we've had uh, big conferences. I've had, I had Houston two weeks ago, Miami last week, family in town this week. I'm still trying to play catch up, but there's been a lot going on in the world. Uh, in, particularly in the macro land where we're beginning to see nation states file for bankruptcy. We had Lebanon we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Basically came out, the government and the central bank came out and said, we have to start from scratch. We we don't. We're not going to be able to pay back our debt. We need to go to the IMF to help us restructure. Uh, we're rug pulling everybody. You're not going to get the money in your bank account. Now this week we have Sri Lanka, which is a small island nation of 22 million people south of India, that uh, came out and said, "Hey, uh, we've been pretty fucked the last few years. We're we're an economy driven by tourism." Obviously, with the lockdowns, people haven't been traveling, uh, and so our economy's shot. And then the combination of that, rising food prices, rising energy prices, they decided that they're going to use the money that they have in their bank accounts, left in their bank accounts, to buy essential commodities, energy and food specifically, and not pay back their debts. And so a couple days ago, they came out with this letter basically announcing to the world that they uh, are not going to be um, paying their their debt payments anytime soon, essentially filing for bankruptcy. And what's interesting about this letter that Carr has up on the screen is like they make it known in there, like we've been very good debtors since 1948. We haven't missed a payment ever. And uh, the situation that has unfolded over the last few years and is crescendoing with this Ukraine Russia war that is just exacerbating supply chain problems and, and commodity prices has forced their hand as well. And so in just a few weeks, we've seen two notable nation states file for bankruptcy, and I, I wouldn't be surprised that there's more to come in, in the coming weeks, coming months.
1: Yeah, so I mean, they're doing a... They're basically going to borrow a bunch of money from the IMF and then start payments again.
0: Yeah. there's But there's no, like, Determined date of when they'll begin starting yep. payments again, and I mean it's sad. They're ha- they're having food riots. Uh, I heard it's a
1: very beautiful country, great people. I mean, it's our, a shame our, to see.
0: Right, my good friend Stefan Lavera. Um, he he was living in Sri Lanka, I believe, for for a bit here recently, and um, yeah, it's fucked, man. You're seeing these the, again. I. I don't know if we said it on RHR, but the global spring is upon us. You had the Arab Spring in 2010, which led to mass riots in Egypt, throughout the Middle East, due to rising food prices specifically. And it was sort of isolated to that part of the world. And fast forward to today, very similar things happening, but it doesn't seem to be isolated to any particular region in the world. Uh, we just mentioned Sri Lanka; they're having uh, like food riots because they're they're having shortages. Shanghai obviously is they're locking down the country for COVID, and they're having food shortages. Peru saw people hitting the streets for similar reasons. I, I believe I've seen uh, movements in Italy and Greece as well. It's, it's a fucking weird time to be alive. stack those ten thousand. Honestly, it
1: just feels like uh, (laughs) just feels like the news is just a group reading of mandibles. At this point, we're just all part of a book club.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's happening, freaks. We're waiting. Like that's what I posted. So I posted a tweet about this. but I quote tweeted the Sri Lankan bankruptcy news and said, "You the wave of nation state uh, bankrupt, bankruptcy is upon us. Buckle up, freaks!" And there was a lot of people in my comments like, "Hey, don't try and like pump Bitcoin." Uh, these people are suffering. I, it's I like me- how
1: Dorsey caused hyperinflation when he tweeted about yeah, it.
0: Exactly. Like I don't. I, I, I want to make it clear. I. I'm not celebrating any of this at all. This is uh something that's terrible to see unfold, but we've been saying for many years this is probably what's going to happen. This is what happens when you completely detach your monetary systems and economies from reality by using a, a debt-based fiat system uh, for 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 many, many decades and now the, uh, the the chickens are coming home to roost and I mean all yeah. the shit is happening. It's, it's fucking very sad to see and people are suffering people will die and the scary
1: part is is first of all most do not even realize uh, even among our like even in our bubble I think most people don't realize the significance of what's happening and how, how bad it can get Um, but especially outside of our bubble like I think most are I mean, we're about to talk about the CPI print but like um, like most do not even realize that's happening. And when they do, they're, they're not gonna, they're not gonna realize until it gets much worse. And when they do at that point is when everything gets much worse. And we're gonna see, I fear that we're gonna see I hope that we don't Um, a lot of chaos and a lot of despair and a lot of it's just gonna be a, a fucking disaster and I'm just not looking forward to it it weighs on me on a daily basis at this point
0: yeah yeah I mean it's it gradually than suddenly we're at the beginning of the suddenly part it's happening and
1: we're the end of the gradually part
0: I think I think beginning of suddenly yeah
1: yeah well you also don't know your plurals so <laughs> what are you gonna do <laughs>
0: But speaking of that, CPI print, 8.5% new 40-year high. So it's hit a 40-year high for the last three months straight. Um, and it's going to
1: hit a 40-year high for the next 40 years.
0: Yeah. The the interesting thing about this CPI print was the fact that the Biden administration came out. It was either Monday or Tuesday. They announced it yesterday. So they came out Tuesday afternoon. You had Jen Psaki during a press briefing, essentially try to front run the inflation print by saying, all right, the number is going to be shockingly high, Uh, particularly when you look at energy and food prices, they're going to be significantly higher than the core CPI inflation. And that was like a move that shocked me a bit because it signaled to me that the the people – Uh, at, at the federal government level in the United States, particularly the Biden administration, are worried about this getting out of hand. They're trying to front run it. And in, in that particular press briefings press brief briefing statement, Sacky uh referred to the inflation as Putin's price hikes, uh, trying to blame Russia. Uh, and so that they're trying to uh, to allocate blame to to Russia-Ukraine war for, for all the price hikes, But as we know, prices were rising uh, pretty significantly before Russia ever invaded Ukraine. And another thing we should make clear, it's not only the Biden administration's fault that prices are rising as quickly and rapidly as they are. I mean, Trump was in charge when we decided to shut down the economy and print a bunch of money. And, and I would imagine... Yeah, I
1: mean, I thought... Like I, I thought uh the chart you put in the bent was a good chart. Uh that showed where where like the Biden administration started and uh and like where where the war in Ukraine started. But really it should have been the lockdowns, right? That dip that dip when when the lockdowns started under Trump, that's where it all fucking really came to a head and then set up set up this dramatic path up like on the left more right yeah that that's the that's the mark you lock lock everyone down shut down the economy shut down small businesses and then print a shit ton of money
0: yeah and then even before that i mean this is... oh yeah
1: of course it's all connected. you know it's all yeah. it's it's all just been
0: uh everybody's just been passing the it's becomes. a
1: house of cards that has just been building up just waiting to implode over over you know 60 years uh but but in recent terms, that is, I mean, like that's crazy.
0: Yeah. No, but it was again, did did you have any thoughts on the front running uh, by the Biden administration? I thought I was like, whoa. Well like, I think guys, they obviously listened.
1: Worried. they obviously listened to Bitstein's talk at Bitblock Boom twenty nineteen. When you do a meme, you want to do the
0: three words. Putin's price hike. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know, I think I think the biggest takeaway from this that was really good was uh, the most fucked up part is that there's people who know what the print is ahead of time.
0: Well, I mean, the government has to know, right? It's the Bureau of Labor Statistics that's sending this out, right?
1: I know, but they're like, you know, they're setting up this whole press conference and stuff the day before, like, oh, so then what is the print? Just let us know what the CPI is at that point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's underscoring it. (laughs) It's a new 40 year all-time high and it's not even accurately depicted.
1: I mean, that's like one of the coolest parts about Bitcoin, right? Is that no one like there's no in a proper free market, there's no such thing as insider information because it's just immediately traded on as soon as someone knows something. Um and that information is is readily available as much as possible. Um, But there's a clear lack of transparency here that is abused by people in positions of power to financially better themselves.
0: Yeah. It doesn't just stay uh, in the political realm either. I mean, we know Nancy Pelosi, a bunch of other politicians on both sides of the aisle have been using their insider information that they get as representatives of the American people to to place bets in the stock market and other markets to significantly increase the their uh, their uh, their wealth. But it happens in the uh, crypto space too. Did you see, the uh, uh, Kobe did a, a bit of analysis on like the most recent batch of coins that Coinlist, Coin, list, coin uh, Coinbase listed, and it seems that there was some pre pre listing. Pre-listing oh, when you said Kobe, trading. I was
1: like, I thought you meant Kobe Bryant for a second. I was
0: no uh, um, crypto Kobe. Yeah,
1: yeah. Kobe, Kobe found a, an actual wallet because Ethereum has even worse privacy guarantees than Bitcoin, Um, and people just reuse the same account number um, or account address or whatever they call it, account uh for multiple different token types. Like he like literally found a wallet that just had every token that. That they list that they announced in the announcement that was pre-bought ahead of time.
0: Yeah, they bought like hundreds of thousands of dollars each token the day before. Yeah, it's Coinbase insider trading? There were some questions always, about it when they launched Bcash.
1: Always has been.
0: <laughs> always has been. Yeah, so be be aware of that, freaks. Don't use Coinbase and again. Like the coins that they launched too. Like i like it's actually embarrassing how far. Coinbase has fallen at this point. They're they're just a run-of-the-mill shit coin uh, bucket shop. there.
1: Always has been. They don't
0: care about quality at all. Um, They don't care about you. Get your coins off the exchange. Uh, Oh, you don't have it on the list. Did you see like Celsius and a bunch of those? Do you have this on the list? I don't think you do. You don't want to talk about it?
1: No, I don't have it on the list. What did Celsius do this time? Don't use Celsius, freaks.
0: Well, don't you? If you're in the US, you're not going to have any reason to anymore. Uh, similar with BlockFi and other companies, they they had to stop offering their their yield bearing products to US citizens, I believe, uh, which is good. Uh, get, get your coins off of the exchanges and these other third parties uh, like Celsius and BlockFi and get them in the, the wallets you control. I mean, there's definitely some 100%. rehypothecation going on. There's I mean and if if you're a moon boy and you want the price of Bitcoin to pump uh this is the way to do it because if there is rehypothecation, you take the coins that you are have titled to uh, off the exchange and into possession uh, into your possession that uh, creates less coins that can then be rehypothecated, therefore uh used to to short bitcoin. Um, hey, if markets. we keep
1: if, if we keep accumulating Bitcoin and holding custody ourselves, then if they try any fucking games about trying to keep us down with like short paper markets, like you see as speculation in the gold market is, then we'll blow them the fuck up, and they'll get they can have fun staying poor. Yeah, um, that's cardi- that's the plan. But more importantly, I would say for the individual is look, you know there could easily become a time and we've already seen it happen in other countries, we've seen it happen in Russia, we've seen it happen in Ukraine, we've seen it happen in China, um, where you just can't withdraw your your coins someday. We're just they just stop allowing withdrawals. So um, stop playing with fire, uh, dip your toes in, learn self custody, practice, get comfortable before you need it. Because if if it's a time of chaos, if it's a time when you really need it, um, like you don't want to learn how to shoot guns when the zombies are coming into your house,
0: you know?
1: <laughs> it's not it's not the right time to figure it out.
0: No, prepare, car. Do you have that that uh, news article up? What is, what is this exactly? Rolls back crypto yields.
1: Fuck Celsius.
0: Yeah, I mean I would not I would not trust uh, my UTXs with Celsius.
1: I but also like fuck whatever regulators stop them from offering this product. I, I feel like everyone has the right to get wrecked.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, non accredited if you're not an accredited investor, you can't do this stuff. Uh Virgil. Ethereum core developer. This one's fucked up. It's 63 months for helping North Korea evade U.S. sanctions. Uh, That's I mean,
1: five years. Um, I noticed that, you know, much of crypto Twitter doesn't really want to talk about this. Uh, I think probably a mix of fear and ignorance.
0: Um, why, do you, why don't people want to talk about it?
1: Because... Uh, it's a very sensitive topic. Um, no one wants to get sent to jail for five years. Uh, they look. Virgil was a Ethereum developer. He was an employee of Ethereum Foundation, um, and he went to a he went to a like a crypto conference in North Korea, and gave a presentation that was like. Uh, my understanding was pretty much like how to avoid sanctions using Ethereum and cryptocurrency. And there was like some slides even that said like sanctions, yay, and stuff like that. So he was really poking the beast.
0: No sanctions, yay.
1: Yeah, no sanctions, yay. But it is a bit of a, there's a very, there's a slippery slope here um, for anyone talking about financial privacy publicly. Well like we do.
0: Well you don't you can you, you can, abstra- you can abstract it even further. You don't even need to hone in on financial privacy, it's just freedom of speech. What are you are you not allowed to explain that this is possible? Like it is possible.
1: I am correct. You are not allowed to.
0: Yeah. Why, because you're aiding and abetting an enemy? Is that what they're saying?
1: I have I have not, for sure. Definitely I have not. I have no intention to. Neither do um, I. But It's a very sensitive topic and there's a chilling effect. And like people do not want to talk about it. People do not want to bring it up. You will not you will not see large accounts tweeting about it.
0: Why don't they want to talk? Like, what are they worried about? Like just you're gonna bring the hammer down on
1: Marty. We don't live in a free country and we're surrounded by cucks.
0: We are surrounded by cucks. We're gonna win though. We're We're gonna win. win. (laughs) We just need to embolden everybody. Well,
1: Virgil was emboldened and now he's going to spend 5 years in jail. Oh, yeah. I mean,
0: don't go to North Korea.
1: Yeah, right. that's an easy that's an easy statement, right? To just dismiss it. Okay, don't go to North Korea.
0: I mean, he was wearing like official North Korean <laughs> regime garb too. Yeah, apparently. I mean, it was
1: he's he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> but it is it's still scary shit.
0: Yeah. What, uh will we be free? Will we free ourselves? I think we will. I mean, I think if shit keeps going down the path, that it does. Well, so that's like the conversation. I think we're at the suddenly part because I think people are beginning to lose confidence in not only like the US dollar, but like the government in and of itself. It comes in, Joe Biden's recent polling, I, mean, I think he just hit a new all-time low and people's approval of what he's doing. Like, and if you couple this economic strife with the collapse in confidence in the government, like, that, the big question is, all right, that's going to happen. And can the freedom lovers like ourselves uh, pr- protect ourselves and everybody else from the government trying to... Recognizing that collapse in confidence in both the dollar and the actual structure of the government can we can we prevent them from clamping down on us and, and doing like the the fascist control grab? Um, is it possible? I hope so. I like the. I just.
1: So. Yeah, I mean, look, I like to argue semantics with you. It's one of my favorite parts of doing this show. Um, but uh, we're definitely, It definitely feels like we're close. I just. Like, the suddenly phase is going to rip our fucking faces off. You know, like, there, it is not going to be, you're not going to be posting cheerleading tweets about NFTs on lightning when we're
0: in the suddenly phase. <laughs> no, I will not be. It'll all be practical.
1: I mean, and you're even starting to see, like, some of the glimmers of it. Like, they they had that New York Post article that I guess was originally in the sun It's called "A Psychopaths. There was another article someone that sent. That was so to weak, though. That was that was so like calling us cult members. But there, that that is the the, that is the play, right? The Bloomberg you change, Jack
0: Dorsey uh, spiritual leader. Type. You
1: make us, you make us, you make us out to be crazy, and then, then you make us out to be the enemy, and then you start really trying to crush dissent as much as possible it like a des- a desperate government is a really scary thing yes desperate people in a failing state is a really scary thing and we have not seen shit yet we have not seen shit yet if we go down that path it's gonna get a lot worse before it gets better but hopefully you know my thesis for a while has been education and and tools that empower individuals, will lessen that pain, will lessen that darkness period. But we have not seen shit yet.
0: No. And that's why we do the show too, trying to front run the narrative. Basically, here's 100%. what they're going to do. Here are the receipts that we told you this is what they're going to do. And don't let them take the power that they want when things get very desperate and they get flaily and they get sloppy. And they get angry. And they, and they, they try to... Put the chains on your arms and say, no, you're staying with us. You can't get away from us. We're going to get away from them. We are. But you need to use the advice that we've been giving. You need to take control of your own keys. You need to get Bitcoin. You get your family and your friends stacking sats and doing things the right way. You need to
1: just think for yourself and take personal responsibility and get your shit together.
0: Yes. Yeah, actually I really hope we're not at the suddenly part. Hopefully like the end of the gradually part.
1: No, it's actually the opposite. I wish I wish this was the like like a yeah. Uh, you want I think it's the days. opposite because because then that would mean that it's not going to be as it's not as severe. Yeah. I just I just think ah uh, it's going to be I'm not trying to be a doom and gloomer. I'm just, I, 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 just want the freaks to be prepared. I want my family to be prepared. Um, I want my friends to be prepared, and I want to lessen the pain as much as possible. That's all. Yeah.
0: We're gonna win. We're gonna win. Optimistic. We gotta be optimistic. We're not. Gonna, we're gonna, not trying to make the freaks cry this week.
1: Yeah. No. No. Be optimistic. Just don't be. Ignorant and un- unrealistic or idealistic.
0: Yes, um, we it's okay
1: it. because you know we're going to be able to send NFTs and tether <laughs> on on Lightning. So pretty excited about it.
0: I got nothing there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, now I'm thinking back. I actually think like Francis, uh, Alex Fetsky, and Giacomo swayed my stable coins as a necessary transitionary mechanism. Thoughts on that Well, all the
1: stable coins just had an 8.5% uh, inflation <laughs> print too.
0: Right, exactly. It's like if, if, we, if we do have crazy hyperinflation hit the world, like that whole that transitioning period, like it's over.
1: Well, it's not even that. So like, so we just had BlackRock basically take over uh, USDC, which is the number one regulated stablecoin, Right? Like as this chaos starts to un- unfold, like you don't think like these massive pools of dollars that are used for oftentimes for illicit of things aren't going to be like a main target. Of the government, like, of course, they're going to be a main target. And you're just sitting there holding them, just waiting for waking up one morning and just not having any money. Yeah. But in the meantime, it's a really easy way to get VC funding.
0: <laughs> are we funding any stablecoin projects?
1: Are we, Marty? No. We are not.
0: no we are not at 1031.
1: Well, we're sats are my stablecoin. <laughs>
0: Been saying that for years, front-running the stablecoin narrative. Make sure you get your sats. Uh, yeah, speaking of cucks, too, the ESG panel that I was on got me really... I haven't
1: it. watched it yet. I noticed you guys were going at it on Twitter. Yeah, well... I meant to watch it before we be recorded, uh, but I'm exhausted.
0: Yeah, there's uh, there's no such thing as green hash.
1: Well, I've smoked some before.
0: (laughs) I have as well. In terms of uh, in terms of uh, Bitcoin hash hash cash shout 256. Again, you talk about like cucks. I'm not trying to call the people I was on stage with cucks, but it's (laughs) it's like, come on. Bending the knee to a, a government that's losing power and to a regulatory regime that is nonsensical, hysterical, uh, and and trying to appease people who hate you just doesn't make sense to me. Do not bend the knee for, for these people. Bitcoin is a good thing. Bitcoin mining is a good thing. Energy usage isn't a bad thing. It actually correlates very tightly with human flourishing. We should apologize for nothing and we should not ask for regulatory clarity. Uh, Bitcoin mining has been existing in the United States for 13 years and uh, the private industry has done a very good job of of building out a a solid infrastructure without any need for clarity up to this point, um, trying to separate hash between the electricity production uh, behind the miners is a a slippery slope that will lead to a bifurcation um, at the regulatory level. Um, If you start, if you start advertising green hash now, the government is going to take that that motto and run with it and say, "Oh, if you're not using green hash, you can't mine Bitcoin." And if you can't see the slippery slope, whether you're part of the Bitcoin mining council or somebody who's trying to push this investment thesis on to the market, uh, and I'm sorry, I don't know what to say. Like, if you don't believe in the slippery slope fallacy and, and where this stuff ends up, maybe you shouldn't be at the head. The heads of these companies uh, in a Bitcoin world, like uh, Bitcoin, is the most important technology that we have. Making sure that we foster the network and allow it to flourish in the way it needs to and it should uh, is an imperative at this given point in time. Like this is, like you are, we are the first stewards of this technology. We cannot fuck it up for the people that come after us and. I don't think Bitcoin would get fucked up by a lot of this meddling and catering to the ESG bullshit, but I do think it can set back industry in the United States and North America in general um, for a long time. We can just shoot ourselves in the foot. I will speak out against that. Um, Well, we're good at shooting ourselves in the foot. Oh, yes, we are. we are. Like
1: I said, I haven't listened to the panel yet. I'm I will make sure I do it freaks before next week. Um yeah. how did Elaine do? I was pretty excited that we put her as
0: moderator. She did very well. Uh I want to th- give a shout out to Elaine. It was three on one up there on that stage and she was a great moderator to 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 help play Devil's Advocate with the other three um participants.
1: Um Well the way okay yeah. I'm not going to talk about panel construction on
0: air. I love Elaine. I love a
1: It wasn't designed. It wasn't designed in a way to be three on one on you, for what it's worth. I
0: don't care. It It wasn't
1: like it wasn't to me. It was. It wasn't a trap. It was a panel designed around you, for what it's worth.
0: I don't think I'm not saying I got a trap either.
1: Even the title.
0: Yeah. Which I told
1: you the original title, right? Yeah. What was it? It was ESG is an attack on Bitcoin, and then I was told that was not good, so we added is and
0: question mark at the end. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> well there is uh, well I have it on top of mind I don't I didn't feel attacked or anything I thought it was a great conversation and I, I look forward to I do like, like that there was I do like that there was competing views on the panel um, but the one thing this idea well Troy if you're listening we're gonna have to get you on the podcast
1: yeah you so, gotta just have Troy on the pod I got just, drunk you guys need to hash this out
0: I got drunk Sunday night and said something bad about philosophers but uh that uh, was
1: clearly a drunk tweet. Everyone knows that was a drunk
0: tweet. <laughs> the, um, I mean, he's not here to defend himself, but I will say this because I do believe it. Like the thought that you can just take a percentage of your Bitcoin holdings and then invest in "quote unquote" green mining. Number one doesn't make sense to me. And like, how do you invest? You in, buy a stock of a company that says they're green mining. Green mining doesn't exist. All energy has trade offs. There's no such thing as green energy. Solar panels are coal panels. They take up a lot of land. Uh, wind, wind turbines are made out of cobalt and they don't last long. Then you have to bury them. They're not good in that regard for the environment. So n- none of this stuff is green, number one. So from first principles, the, the idea is bunk on its face. And, but then like when you actually dig into it, like buying a percentage of your holdings or investing in quote-unquote green mining, uh, in accordance with the percentage of your holdings like again that's you're just forcing people to get into a risky investment which is mining like you're you're forcing people not forcing people but telling people to invest in green mining if they want their feelings to be better and you're just pushing people further out the risk curve cuz mining is extremely risky a lot of execution risk there's a lot of moving parts and trying to force people to virtue not force people telling people to virtue signal by investing in mining doesn't seem like a great allocation of capital in my mind
1: you should have Troy on the pod and you guys should hash this out
0: yeah I did I shook his hand uh, the first night uh, the first day of the conference And I said, yeah, we got to hash it out. That's exactly what I said, hash it out, pun intended.
1: So on to positive news, Marty, bigger bigger, or more significant or less significant than the El Salvador news strikes Jack Mauler's announcement?
0: Less significant. Yeah, way less significant. It's not even close, dude.
1: You are way off on this.
0: No, I'm not, dude. People are sleeping on it. A nation state buying Bitcoin.
1: Yeah, a nation state of six million people. Doesn't matter, dude. That we don't live in.
0: No, Uh, El Salvador news is orders of magnitude more important than this.
1: Wow, wow. (laughs) This is almost as bad as your P Clown World call. No,
0: why? All right, why am I wrong?
1: Okay, Marty. If in six months, six seven months, you're able to go into fifty percent of brick and mortar stores and Shopify stores online and be able to spend lightning, Bitcoin directly via lightning with no KYC, that is less significant than El Salvador. That's what you're saying.
0: Yes, 100 you
1: You'll never have to sign up for strike. You'll never have to sign up for a KYC service. You'll be able to spend your Bitcoin with no KYC, with relatively good privacy defaults
0: Yeah, in number America one. at the majority of stores. <clears throat> When it comes to Shopify, we built that here like years ago. That's yeah. not the point, Marty. The point
1: is the, the magnitude of merchants. The yeah, magnitude ma- of merchants.
0: No, nah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fall for the merchant adoption meme again. I did that in 2014. So
1: Okay, fine. Well, we'll see how this plays out, but you're yeah. extremely wrong on this. This is fucking huge.
0: I mean, I don't I'm not saying it's small. I'm just saying when you compare it to the El Salvador news, it's it's not anywhere I don't, in the same I, realm. I, I,
1: Oh, um, congratulations! You know the fifth dictator in uh, in the world started to to gravitate towards Bitcoin.
0: Yeah, he was democratically elected, wasn't he? Just because he's kicking out corrupt judges and cleaning up MS thirteen.
1: He's running like death camps over there right now. Is he? Have you that. seen the Have you seen the tweets he's been posting? <laughs>
0: It's kicking out a lot of gang members, right? Is that what's going on?
1: I mean, they're going to call us gang members when they crack down on us over here. <laughs>
0: um No, no, no. I mean, the legal tender law in a country that is involved in in many international trade deals that the US is a part of as well is, is pretty massive. Like technically, if the I mean, that's I mean, still not talked about enough that El Salvador making Bitcoin legal tender uh, does force other countries like the United States to recognize it as such as well? If we are going to uh, stay true to the trade agreements that have been written and agreed upon for for decades, and so and, and we need somebody in the United States to go fight this in court. Like, hey, they I mean, said that's a like,
1: bullshit. We, angle,
0: what? That's no, a it's not. No, it's not. What's a bullshit? Okay, dude. I. I you're going to call that a bullshit angle. I'm going to say you're falling for merchant adoption meme again. <laughs> like, it's not it's, a merchant
1: adoption Yes, meme. it is, dude. It's not a fucking meme, dude. If 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 you earn in Bitcoin, if your net worth is 95% Bitcoin, if all your assets are Bitcoin, you got to spend your fucking Bitcoin. And you're not going to want to do it, without K- you're not to do it with KYC. I agree. You're not That's going to big. want to do it with KYC.
0: That's big. I agree. I just don't think it's as big as the El Salvador news.
1: Okay, fair enough. Well, I mean we're I that's that's the discrepancy, you know. It's I it amazes me. It amazes me how many people believe that. But that's that's fine. I mean, we're we're allowed to disagree.
0: We can agree to disagree. I mean, dude, nation state adoption legal tender specifically. With a country that's involved in many international trade deals that the US is as well, um, still getting sl- slept on. Um that's all I'll say.
1: Yeah, I mean, okay. It definitely, I mean, obviously, El Salvador news had way bigger, bigger bang. Um, it 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 feels it feels larger for sure. I will I will agree to that. Um, but being able to just never have to sign up for a KYC service and be able to spend your Bitcoin on any goods and services you want in this country is going to have absolutely massive implications and could not have happened at a better time, uh, especially as cash usage is dwindling. And I just, you know, yeah. No, I, I agree. This
0: is big. This is big. This is awesome. What do
1: you think is bigger, Marty? Do you think uh, do you think shitcoins on Lightning is larger than this, or is this larger?
0: I would say this is larger. Yeah. Taro's not only shitcoins, though. You became a Taro Maximalist on stage um, last week. It's good for Lightning Network liquidity in the very least. Um, speaking of Lightning Network, keep going down this. Robinhood and Bitpay. Robinhood number one enabled withdrawals and add added Lightning support. Bitpay finally added Lightning support. Uh, don't use either of these services. It's cool.
1: Yeah, no one should <laughs> no one should use Robin doing Hood.
0: this. Um, um, Robin Hood. Wait,
1: so let let's just let's just go back to this this strike announcement. Okay. Um, I think I I there's a there's a massive disconnect here, on the the fact that it's lightning only. Um, that I wanted to talk about, just because. Oh, yeah, this is a Twitter's not a good me- medium.
0: Massive for privacy.
1: No, but it's bigger. Th- it's 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 bigger than that, right? Because there's a liability if you're if you're a centralized processor, if you're a centralized merchant processor, being able to see a UTXO's history is a massive liability for you in terms of like KYC compliance and whatnot. Um, there. Like so, like I'm wearing the Ibex hat. Actually, I found out like we're supposed to be pronouncing it Ebex, but like the, I've been chilling, we've been chilling with the Ibex guys all the time, and they just never fucking corrected us.
0: Ebex, Ebex Mercado. Um, God, I've been saying like, Ibex, But like both too.
1: Ibex, I'm just gonna keep calling it Ibex because they never corrected me. Both Ibex and Strike, uh, are doing lightning only, and there's 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 something there. Um on the privacy side and the liability side. So like privacy for consumers, um, because senders have decent privacy guarantees when they when they use lightning. Now lightning has horrible privacy guarantees on the receiver side, but for the sender and and the the centralized merchant processor, obviously Bitcoin BitPay BitPay, BTC Pay fixes this because you don't have a centralized processor, you have an open source tool um, that is self-hosted. Uh, but on the centralized processor side, they're not getting all that UTXO data. Um, Marty, how much, did you spend any Bitcoin when you were in Miami?
0: Uh, I actually did not. So
1: Ibex had onboarded 40 merchants around Miami. All the payment terminals in in the Bitcoin conference was um, was powered by Ibex and you could pay with Lightning. Um, it was pretty fucking cool. Like, Coming back home and not being able, like, there's a critical mass there. There's, like, a certain number of stores that, like, if you have, you know, 40, 50 solid, solid restaurants and stores in an area that accepts that accepts Bitcoin, like, I don't know why I would ever, why I'd ever pay with fiat at that point. I would go out of my way to support those stores and get the additional privacy benefits.
0: Yeah. Shout out to Kiza's. Shout out to old Oshi for getting a lot of these people on boarded as well. I mean, we said it last week. Um, yeah, I agree. It's gonna happen. But I also like, yeah, it's, it's like weighing the stack versus spend trade off.
1: Well, like I mean, look, you if you have fiat left, then then by all means, but you might as well have already spent that as Bitcoin because you're holding it in fiat, so. Yeah. Like how is that any different? Like if you if if you're a hundred percent in Bitcoin or like ninety nine percent in Bitcoin, you have like a very small float in fiat. Like every transaction you make, it doesn't matter if you put it on your credit card or if you put it in cash or you put it in whatever. That's Bitcoin opportunity cost that's lost. You know, people say like, oh, the guy who spent ten thousand Bitcoin on pizzas is, is. uh
0: could have bought ten thousand pizzas with those fiat dollars if he bought it. That, but well, like well.
1: I, I didn't buy ten thousand Bitcoin at that time, right? Like I was, I was buying pizzas.
0: What was I doing at that time? When was Laszlo buying those pizzas? Two thousand ten. God, I was an idiot, nineteen year old running through the streets of Chicago.
1: I just think, on, I guess, on the privacy side, it's just it's absolutely massive that we have a you no know, Kyc. No KYC, it, skip fiat entirely. Fuck the whole fiat system.
0: I agree. I like that. From the as spender well. side. I like that as well. Don't think it's as big as the LSAP anymore. Fair enough. Um, it's massive. I think somebody's going to lean into the trade agreement stuff at some you point. You want to side. bet on that? No, I don't want to bet. <laughs> you don't have the. Uh, it's it's hard to put a timeline on that.
1: In the next five years, Bitcoin will not be exempted from capital gains tax through a legal tender loophole with El Salvador. How about that as an objective
0: bet? I'll take the under, yes. Okay. I'll bet. What does
1: Specifically it through a legal tender loophole with El Salvador. April
0: 14th, 2022. April 14th,
1: 2027. Um, How many sats? A
0: million sets.
1: Wow, that's going to be a lot. No, a million sets is a horrible idea. I'm yeah. not going to like. I want your family to still be able to live in a home.
0: <laughs> Let's do. What do you think? Fifty thousand or a hundred thousand? We can
1: do a hundred thousand sets. Let's do
0: a hundred thousand sets. Somebody write it down.
1: Let the record show specifically El Salvador legal tender loophole on that
0: April fourteenth. 2027. Hopefully they don't kill me by then.
1: How much is the 100,000 sats going to be worth at that point? Bro? Oh.
0: In today's dollars or uh, future? No, in sandwiches. In sandwiches. Right now.
1: 100,000 sats buys you like five th- buy buy. sandwiches. <laughs>
0: Probably would be able to buy a sandwich shop. I mean, you'd be able to buy a, a Jimmy John's franchise with a hundred thousand socks.
1: I wonder if Jimmy John's will be around in five years.
0: Jimmy John's doing well um, for himself. Apparently, he's on the uh, the Bitcoin train as well. I have sources. Um, where are we going next? Where are we going next? Shout outs. We'll get the shout outs. A lot of these are going to sound funny because people thought we were going to read them on stage, but we got to read them anyway. They sent them. They paid for them. Um, Let me just put this in my lap. Love the show, Marty Jones and Caps Odell. It's Bitcoin, not Bitcoins. It's cattle, not a cattle. It's nuclear, not nuclear. Nuclear. It's niche, not niche. Thanks for all you do. I've learned so much from you both and have had hours of entertainment. Can you please remind my mate Aubrey who insist on using Windows and his Google phone that sticking with the default operating system makes him a gutless campaigner. When privacy, Aubrey. Peace and love. Aubrey. Aubrey. What are you doing? You don't have this on the list. And I went to their site. I didn't even see an announcement. But um, the pre-orders are live. If you go to start9labs.com, they have a partnership with Purism. Um, we're gonna be able to get like a Purism device with embassy OS on it out of the box.
1: But that's for their self-hosting, right? Uh like it's we- not a it's not a personal computer. Purism is a good option if you want a personal computer. Aubrey? Aubrey. Start uh I like uh Purism, I like uh System 76. They're both very good if you wanna pre-built linux machine
0: yeah yeah so it is a personal server powered by start nine's embassy os i like that i like that team up there start nine and purism
1: yeah so i mean my understanding with start nine is that they're gonna have like partner manufacturers that make their hardware going forward rather than them doing the hardware they'll focus on the software ironically kind of how like windows did it which like microsoft didn't start making hardware until recently.
0: Yeah, this is cool. If you guys haven't checked out, I mean, we've had Matt Hill on this podcast a couple times. I think what Start Nine is doing it was really cool, and this partnership with Purism is making me very bullish.
1: I just want to say, like, to me, like, the cool part the <laughs> the cool part of El Salvador was this was this idea of this grassroots community that that really um adopted bitcoin out of necessity um that that 60-minute special that um car just pulled up is really powerful right and it's fantastic to see i just met roman uh in miami uh roman i think martinez is the last name um i believe he grew up in El elzante like extremely powerful um
0: yeah i agree
1: That I I don't want. I don't want to dismiss that, and I'm not trying to dismiss that.
0: I think you're trying to dismiss anything. It's just like Hmm. which is bigger, this or that. I think it's that. You think it's I just the
1: the Bukele pedestal stuff really
0: is. I mean, you can troubling remove Bukele from the equation and just look at it from purely data input legal tender. El Salvador. I think that's massive. Um, Next shout out. Aubrey. Figure it out, dude. Figure it the fuck out. Your friend's worried about you. Sure. Born again Bitcoiner here. In no small part, the TFDC and Citadel Dispatch. Marty, Matt, you're doing the Lord's work. Question for you, been Ben. Renting for a bit, waiting for this housing bubble to pop before buying again. It's a bloodbath out there. Offers 100 k over asking, waived inspections, infinite appraisal gap guarantees. Fuck me. But what if this bubble never pops in dollar terms? If the dollar's checking into hospice as we speak, why not lock in current dollar prices on a fixed rate mortgage and opt out of a steeply inflating rental market? Am I missing something here? But to really war game it, what if we do see fifty percent a month hyperinflation? Could there be a massive rug pull on already signed loans, unfixing rates, or unpegging them from the dollar? And then I'm wrecked after all the bloated, after all that with a bloated mortgage. We've already seen some crazy shit go down, and I don't put anything past these motherfuckers. Uh, my head spins. What a humble pleb! What's a humble pleb to do in this day and age? I think it's funny we're getting this uh, reading this shout out today considering what's been going on uh, in the mortgage world this week. I, I'm i at least temporarily like near to medium term. I think there's going to be a correction in the housing market because people, especially with adjust, adjustable rate mortgages are finding that their rates are going up. Uh, you know well, what?
1: obviously they're going up. The adjustable rate mortgage is a uh, fucking predatory product
0: yeah
1: um, people should be very careful about that i would i don't know about a housing correction when you have you know the early days of massive inflation happening
0: well well, let's forget let's war game that. you always
1: have that BlackRock backstop they'll just come in and just
0: that's a good point buy
1: people's homes and then re-rent them out to them
0: that should be illegal you think that should be illegal i don't know I'm a believer in free markets. But that's not a free market, right? They're taking money from the Fed. Yeah, I mean, well... Buying houses and enslaving people. They shouldn't have the... Yeah, I...
1: <clears throat> that part is definitely not, not free, right? There's a Cantillon effect type of situation there. They're closer to the spigot.
0: Um, let's, let's stick on that, because there's... It's, my, my... Yeah. You go ahead, you go ahead.
1: I mean, look, I I don't love the idea of being in investment real estate when you have the option of Bitcoin. Um, but there's an argument to at least control your home, um, particularly if it has land and fresh water and there's a security element there and like, yeah, you still have to pay property taxes. Do you ever really actually own it? I would say probably not because you're paying property taxes to the government and those property taxes are gonna get spiked in a chaotic type of situation, a desperate type of situation. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you take out the security element, renting gives you flexibility. You don't have to have a big down payment. You actually get privacy benefit because you can keep moving addresses. So even if your address gets doxed and whatever the newest leak is, you're out of there in eight months, nine months, You have more disposable income to put into Bitcoin now,
0: today. Um, Yeah, well, so here's some stats. I agree with all that. I do plan on owning a house and land at some point in the next few years. But maybe I'm an idiot. Maybe you shouldn't time the market. But looking at pure data... This is a tweet from yesterday. JP Morgan, Q1 retail mortgage originations down to 15.1 billion. That's 33% less than the fourth quarter and 34% less than a year ago. So it seems like the the demand side of things, um, people just aren't, it seems like the market is a bit tapped out and looking at these prices and how fast they've been rising. People are saying like, no, I'm just going to wait it out. And so that could draw prices lower. I've heard stories, anecdotes from people trying to sell uh, higher end properties in places like the Bahamas and LA and people I know personally, and they've had a situation where they've gotten into escrow multiple times and the buyers backed out. Um, So I I, I don't know if, excuse me. If the demand is there, even if it is uh, the ability to actually pay these inflated prices is there, then obviously you have rates going up as well. So you have a lot of people who are probably expecting a zero-bound interest rate policy from the Fed for an extended period of time, um, uh, having to readjust their mortgage rates up, which is increasing their monthly payments and wages are not uh, not raising Rising, excuse me, at the same pace that, that that payment rate is rising and other expenses are rising. So, um, I think but it's that, still a
1: hard asset in times of inflation,
0: <clears throat> yeah. But like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, what comes below shelter is food. <laughs> so, people I could see people being like, All right, I'm gonna sell my house, get some cash, make sure I have to buy some food. Well, with all this shit going on. Um, I wouldn't be surprised that people, I mean, especially like when you consider people uh, You start at the high end uh, end of the market, um, people with second homes will begin just offloading those. Um, Shoo. Shoo. I need to buy some food. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm under the impression, or not impression, I think there's going to be a correction just with all these factors.
1: How big of a correction? I don't know. If we're doing like twenty percent inflation or whatever, what's the real year-over-year year inflation number you think?
0: It's Gotta be like thirties, forties.
1: Okay, so if it's not more than a forty percent correction, is it need a correction? That's
0: a good point. Good man, you're,
1: you're still pricing. You're just still. You're still pricing real estate and shitcoins is what you're doing.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: Yeah. I think is- Bitcoiners have this advantage that. If we're correct, we're holding an asset that will appreciate quicker than whatever other hard asset you're trying to buy, whether that's a home or ammo or something. Um, But uh, there's definitely an element to wanting to have security before chaos happens that I feel like, you know, is it worth waiting for a 30% correction in time of high inflation? I don't know.
0: Yeah. Be aware, freaks. Beware. Do your own research. What was
1: his question anyway? What should he do?
0: Yeah. Uh, stay I, humble, stack sets. Yeah, I can't tell you what to do, dude. Uh, I can't tell you what to do. Uh, Move to El Salvador. <laughs> uh, what, what are the other countries that were announced that are? Move there,
1: to the Bitcoin city.
0: Wasn't there an EU country? There, there was an
1: island in Portugal and there was an island somewhere else off of Honduras. And then the Mexico announcement was pretty much bullshit because she Run-pull. launched a CBDC. Uh, like uh, the thing about El Salvador was they didn't even have to vote on anything. Like he just he was just like we're doing legal tender and it's just automatic.
0: They had to vote. I mean, they did a, they really? I mean, it, it may have been pageantry, <laughs> but it happened. It happened. Good distinction. Um, next shout out. Uh, And this is one of the ones I feel bad that we were the freak thought we were going to read on stage. Um, First of all, love you guys. You bring so much content to this space. Secondly, I want to give a big shout out to my main dudes, Zach and Will. Without them, I wouldn't be able to make it to the conference this year. Wow. Okay, freaks, that's deep. This is what it's all about. Okay, I'm done with the shout outs. right, Zach, Will, come on stage. Get up here. No, I'm serious. Zach, Will, where are you guys? Find them in the crowd. Those guys up here, get those guys up here. Know who you are. Much love, Zach and Will. Sorry you didn't make it to the stage. If you were, if you were there, with the live rabbit hole recap.
1: That one hurts. Come up on stage, Zach and Will.
0: Get up here. Join us. <laughs> well,
1: Should- we appreciate you.
0: <laughs> this is when we were supposed to. Uh, Was this the Ben's one? I stand with Ben, 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 I stand with Ben stand with Ben I 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 stand with Ben, 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 I stand with Ben. All Ben shout outs are banned from here on forward.
1: God, I can't believe you read all
0: that. You have to, they pay for it. The Bens are a scourge on the space. <laughs> Genesis block hash. Uh, that was that was one for for our lord. The bends are disruptive. They're nefarious, creepy. The bends are a scourge on the space. They should not be tolerated. They should not be tolerated. Last shout out. Oh God, another one. Um <laughs> freaks up, Miami. It's beautiful to see the positive eyes, a ubiquitous optimism for a positive future and people coming together for an idea bigger than all of us. However, let this be a reminder that our community here remains incomplete. Medical apartheid is very much still a reality, and numerous non-US citizens are denied entry whatsoever. Me being one of those outcasts, though, I am happy to have gifted my ticket to a talented young Bitcoiner who I wish the best of times with y'all will closely watch from afar. And I'm looking forward to the next crossroads. The time to fight for freedom is now. But now, let's interrupt the shout outs for a second because I want to set something straight. My name is Marty Bent and I talk to old men about penis jokes. It's on the record, freaks. Roll back the tapes. You're supposed to be chuckling right now. That's
1: chuckling.
0: <laughs> couldn't hold myself from putting in that one, dude. Love you guys. I'm wishing everybody a fucking great time in Miami. Bitcoin are stronger together. Cheers. There Jay. was actually
1: like a prompt that said Matt chuckles here. Yes. Wow, that was ambitious. I've never gotten that before.
0: <laughs> uh, the, uh Appreciate you, freak. Cheers, Jay. Do I really talk about dick jokes with old men though? I
1: mean, yeah, check the tapes. You've done it multiple times.
0: I've told, I mean, I've definitely told some dick jokes. Like, do I?
1: It's like your thing. You do it all the time.
0: Do I silo them with old men though? I can talk (laughs) dick jokes with young men too. This is all possible. I don't discriminate. I don't discriminate when I tell dick jokes. Speaking of. Dick's a person without one. Janet Yellen uh, explained Bitcoin uh, to a whole crowd. Wonderfully. Yeah, on behalf of the U.S. Treasury Department. There's a lot to learn from Bitcoin, she said. Um, she mentioned she named dropped Satoshi uh, and explained how Bitcoin actually worked and I believe it's a posturing like, hey, we should learn from this and launch around CBDC. So, uh, Bitcoin is on the mind of the Treasury. Obviously, we've known that. They've been talking about it for years, going back to Steve Munch and Butts, um, and other Treasury secretaries. But it seems like getting to the point where they're, the government is going to try to adopt the technology. And I suppose a, um, a signaling from Janet Yellen in that direction. Do you have any comments, thoughts on this?
1: I mean, it was cool that whoever wrote her speech did the homework... <laughs>
0: don't think Janet actually did her own research?
1: I thought this was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was, it it is so surprising to see this that the majority of us, including myself, when we first saw it on Twitter, thought it was a deep fake.
0: Yeah. Here, cars on the official. Like, I
1: thought, like Brecky made it or some shit.
0: (laughs) Speaking of Brecky, how much did his uh, eye wind up going for?
1: I don't know. I think I think Bailey bought it. Did he? Boss. I'm pretty sure. He spent a lot on the art gallery was dope. The art gallery was really good.
0: I heard a lot of the people. The prices go.
1: were too rich for my blood, but there was a lot there that 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 were very, very cool pieces.
0: I did not make it to the art gallery. But I did hear it was cool. I did hear a lot of people got pushed into some NFT stuff though.
1: What was the NFT stuff? Was there was there NFTs in the art gallery? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'm talking about the physical stuff. Physical stuff is really cool.
0: Physical art over digital art every day.
1: But I mean, it's okay because we're going to be able to trade NFTs on on Lightning, and it's going to obsolete all the shit coins. So I'm super excited about it. I am as well.
0: It's going to be awesome, and it's going to help yeah. Lightning network liquidity, which is. I'm really excited about it. I'll leverage. I'll leverage people trading that shit it gives me more lightning network liquidity Um, (coughs) Janet welcome to team Bitcoin it's great to see you uh, explaining it to people hopefully you orange pilled some of those in the audience Uh, speaking of orange pilling I mean this is is anybody who is trying to say like Bitcoin uh, cannot help in situations when it's desperately needed uh, McKenzie from CNBC. We get her last name right. McKenzie Sigalos uh, from CNBC um, posted a video and a story of her uh, working with Gleb Nelmanko, uh, Bitcoin core contributor, to help send Bitcoin to a refugee Ukrainian refugee who's in Poland. McKenzie um, sent her Bitcoin from the United States to Poland using Blue and Moon Wallet, Moon with two U's. And then the uh, Ukrainian refugee whose name is escaping me right now was able to take that to a Bitcoin ATM and get uh, Polish. Are they using Krona? No.
1: I, th- I think it... Is it Krona? It's, it's cash.
0: It's cash. Pol- <laughs> Poland's the native currency um, out of the Bitcoin ATM. They said it happened in under three minutes then, and, um, which is pretty cool.
1: I mean, it probably did if she was standing right in front of the ATM. Yeah. Because they sent it through Lightning. Yeah. I mean, they were using a custodial wallet on one side, but
0: small steps. Small steps. I mean, hey.
1: This is pretty cool to see.
0: Yeah.
1: Marty, what's the main what's the main reason that you think people won't spend Bitcoin? You think it's capital gains tax, or do you think it's because Bitcoin is designed to pump forever? Because the coolest part of the El Salvador news to me was this whole idea that the circular economy was not burdened by capital gains tax.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think opportunity cost number go up. It's certainly up there. Uh, but isn't
1: that only if you're, that's only if you have a significant amount of fiat and then you're already getting, you're already suffering from opportunity
0: cost? Agreed. You asked me what I think what there. Yeah, capital gains is certainly scary. Parting so Way of Stats. you if you they, don't, if you incentivizing don't Bitcoin, consumerism. For me, it's incentivizing consumerism. Like, why am well, I spending? Need,
1: I mean, you bought a bunch of stuff that's in that studio right now. You buy things all the time.
0: I do what If I anything,
1: know. it's how is that incentivizing consumerism if you're using a hard asset when you spend?
0: Yes. I need a new laptop. I've had this since this is going on six years. No, eight. Yeah, years. Yeah, but when you
1: do buy a new laptop, what's the reason for buying it with fiat instead of Bitcoin?
0: Yeah, the tax implications probably.
1: So if it's if it's burdensome regulation is Klaus Schwab winning
0: What does Klaus Schwab have to do with burdensome regulation?
1: I thought he's doing all of it.
0: No. What? I think the burdensome capital gains taxes came in before Klaus Schwab. It was a twinkling in our eyes.
1: I'm just saying so like the re- What are you the, trying the, to say? Well,
0: yeah, where are you going where are you going with this? Just tell me where you're I'm, going with
1: this. I'm saying so if the main, the main reason why people shouldn't spend bitcoin is because of capital gains tax.
0: I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not telling people not to spend their bitcoin. Why you No, a, I'm, I'm asking
1: you out of your opinion. Like why what's the main reason you wouldn't spend bitcoin is because okay. of capital gains tax? Probably. Yeah. So they're winning, right?
0: Yeah. Okay. Have, we not, have we not made that clear?
1: Whatever. I'm just I'm What are you just, trying to get at? What are you trying to, you're I'm trying to get? At I'm I'm trying what to figure out
0: what do you think because is? I mean I what do do think, you think the opportunity
1: is? I think the opportunity cost argument is bullshit.
0: Yeah, I think it's definitely capital gains.
1: Right. Are you
0: telling people to get on zero? You're telling people to get on zero without something. I'm not telling people zero. to get on zero. I'm telling, I'm telling people to get on zero.
1: No, I'm I'm saying that a lot of us are already at least near zero and that's yeah. the same effect.
0: I'm near zero as well.
1: I'm just I I I just don't. It's weird. It's weird that the never spend Bitcoin thing.
0: Well, so re- like we run a business here. Like if you can make money, like obviously you work and you get paid roughly every two weeks, Right. If you can buy in Bitcoin. Fiat. Yeah, you can buy Bitcoin and then and then pay everything that you need to in, in fiat and then never. Right. Have to if you
1: have Bitcoin. if you have a fiat salary, it makes sense. Yeah. Because then, just instead of going through the trouble of converting into Bitcoin, yeah. But if you're just, earning, if you're earning in Bitcoin,
0: just spend your cash flow and exactly what you need to in the fiat world, and buy Bitcoin with the rest, and then never. Make,
1: but if you're earning Bitcoin, it's a different story.
0: Yes, agreed. Agreed.
1: Think, so that's the biggest. That's that's the biggest reason. The biggest is distinction. Is, is is most people still earn at least majority fiat
0: it's changing though yeah
1: i mean <laughs> i think that's what's changed for me is that the majority of my income the overall majority of my income is is in bitcoin
0: yeah i mean um, <clears throat> yeah i think we're, we have a significant portion of the cash flow in this business is is sat in bitcoin
1: yeah, yeah. i mean that's part of my income yeah it's uh that's right. the that's a fundamental shift.
0: Yeah. Well. Yeah. We need to. That's what you should be cheer. You should be agreeing with me on the El Salvador stuff <laughs> because that negates the uh, the capital gains shit. Like we should be trying to meme this. You don't even have to meme into existence. Be like, this is true. The a country engaged in an international trade treaty with the United States and many other countries has made Bitcoin legal tender. By proxy of the wording of the contracts in these international trade treaties, you actually have to recognize it as legal tender as well. It's literally in the, the contracts. Like and so therefore I just
1: yeah, I just I don't think it's lot, gonna like,
0: happen.
1: I'm but, not saying that it shouldn't.
0: But okay, hey, not with that attitude. We can change, we're changing the ESG narrative here. We've made a lot of progress here. On the ESG side of things, and we're going to Marty, do it on the legal Marty, tender the tax, side of things. The
1: tax treatment on Bitcoin is going to get worse. It's not going to get better.
0: No, that, not with that attitude. Marty, not with that every, attitude, every week,
1: every week, you're telling us that they hate us, that they're coming after us. They do. Us, that going to, okay, they do. So then, what, why are they going to? Why they're are they also, going to make our tax treatment better? They're
0: also they're going to try to they're going to try to make it worse. But they're incompetent. They're lazy, and we're better at memeing than they are. And we're going to win in the long run. We're going to win. We have objective truth on our side. They sign those treaties. The wording in those treaties says, if a country recognizes something as legal tender, you have to reciprocate that. And, and this, and again, this is where you win the narrative war. Whoa, you're not going to reciprocate okay. this? Where is truth? Where is law? Like, if they don't recognize that, you could just go to them. And be like, all right, nothing that you say, uh, like, you there's no truth in 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 what you say. So therefore, you have no legitimacy legitimacy. It's a, it's a catch-22. If they don't recognize it, they have no legitimacy. And then you have collapsing confidence in the government. And you just keep memeing that. Keep memeing that. That's why we do this show. So we can just you get this information out there, and you get a mind share, a critical mass of mind share that is willing to stand up and say, no, fuck you. You wrote this law down. If you don't recognize this, you sign this treaty. Here's the language in the treaty. If you don't recognize this, uh, you, you, you essentially are a LARPer and you have no legitimacy. And therefore, I'm not going to recognize you or the laws that you try to thrust on me. I think we're getting to that point in society. Again, going back to what we were saying earlier, I agree with you. They're going to try and, uh, they're going to try and clamp down and get more control and tax us more and restrict us from doing things. It's inevitable. However, we need to, the mind share to stand up and say, fight back. And you can do this peacefully. It just takes an I am Spartacus moment. I am Spartacus. I am Spartacus. I, people standing up and saying, no, you had no legitimacy. It's literally a decision. It is a decision. Like you just say, no, I'm, I'm not going to respect you anymore. Cause you don't deserve any respect because you're illegitimate. And luckily in the United States, it's harder for the government to come attack us because of the second amendment. Come on, Matt. Don't be such a Debbie Downer, a doomer.
1: I'm not being a fucking Debbie Downer. You're you showing hopium to our audience is what you're doing.
0: No, I'm not. There you are. Fuck you. I'm not showing hopium. I'm trying to instill confidence in people. Like, <laughs> what? How do you get out of this? How do you get out of this if not for changing minds? What are we doing to do? Just sit here and take it as they come and fucking try to run no, us over? That,
1: but that's my point. You're just flipping it around.
0: What do you mean? Yes, it's a mindset. We could change the mindset. We are changing mindsets. ESG is being destroyed. I'm not going to say we're single-handedly doing that, but people leaning into how hypocritical and stupid it is, is having a material effect on people's views of that. We could do that in other aspects of society as well. One of them being the legitimacy of a government gone mad with power. There's a new Bitcoin C tool guide out there.
1: (laughs) Good transition. (laughs)
0: I truly believe this. I mean, I, I don't, and I don't think I'm shilling hopium either. Um, obviously, cover your six. Like, Make sure you've got your coins in your own wallet and you've got good privacy and stuff like that. But I think, why not both? Cover your six and try to change minds. That's where I'm coming from. Our boy, guide. Bitcoin Q&A runs this, right? I'm trying to, there's so many of these guys.
1: Yeah, it's Bitcoin Q&A, so yeah, he Bitcoin. worked with some, I forget the other guy's NIM. It was a great NIM.
0: I wish I remembered it. Um, but yeah, this
1: tool is pretty cool.
0: Is it on the page?
1: New seed tool.
0: Seed tool. This page offers a space for Bitcoiners to experiment and learn how Bitcoin wallets are generated using different sources of entropy, in quotations. Or excuse me, parentheses, randomness. The page also offers many other seed related functionality, some of which are outlined below. Just like the tools and libraries used in its creation, this tool is also completely free and open source. If you find this page useful, consider donating some stats to the lead developer, Super Fat Arrow. That's yeah, the dude he did it with.
1: Super, Super fat. fat Arrow with a PH. How, pH. Good, how, how good is that fucking name? It's, such <laughs> it's a, a good, good one. Name. It's a good one. Well, shout a, out to both of them. Cool tool. Very um, cool tool. Freaks, go play with it. Don't use it with real money. Um, and give them feedback.
0: Go check it out. Go check it out. Um, we got something else. Last item on the list was Zoltan, the darling of the sell-side analyst market. Um, from Dude's fucking Swiss. killing
1: Everyone should be reading all of his shit.
0: Yeah, this one particularly, too, because he... Um, really dives into a, like the progression of the, the currency crisis of the last 30 years, particularly starting in the nineties. Um, that when you had like the Asian currency and Russian currency crises, then, um, it was like, a not our currency, not our problem moment. Then you had, um, the 2008 crisis and you obviously had the housing, uh, market implode. And it was like, all right. Um, this isn't like sovereign, this isn't the US sovereign debt problem. Uh, So it's like not really our problem. But now, um, this time around with countries transitioning away from the dollar, like it's gotten closer to home again. Uh, Something we've been talking about for weeks on this show is like at the end of the day, with this particular crisis, people don't want dollars, they want goods. And uh, we have a Bretton Woods three on our hands. um, the, The world monetary order is shifting below our feet as we speak what'd you get from it here yeah zoom in on this part right here
1: I mean, just he like yeah
0: Wait, hey, go up where 1997 is yeah so 1997 a sudden stop sale of national assets and FX reserve accumulate this, this is what I was trying to describe ooh that's dog's a big Zoltan fan. Um, so yeah, it's getting closer to the source of the problem uh, with every every new financial crisis, and this one may be at at the source of the problem, which is.
1: I mean, the TLDR is the dollars fucked. Yes. And fucked. if the dollars fucked, then it's going to get really like messy.
0: Yes. Who fucked it up? These people in charge with no legitimacy. You need to call them out. There can be a peaceful transition.
1: Do they have legitimacy right now?
0: No. A lot of people think they do, but they don't. They're not legitimate in any way. Right. Um eighty one million votes. It's legitimate. It happened. Hunter Biden's laptop it was Russian disinformation. Now it's real. But
1: if they don't repeal capital gains tax, then that's gonna be the eyes open moment.
0: What do you mean the eyes open moment?
1: I mean that's what you said. It's like if, if they don't repeal capital gains tax, then people are gonna realize that they're large not legitimate. But like all that other stuff, that didn't do it, but it's gonna be capital gains tax on Bitcoin.
0: Well in the particular context of Bitcoin and money, I mean yeah, there's like there's a spectrum of it. Like people don't want to believe that elections are rigged and <laughs> and mail in ballots. Um I think most
1: Americans could give two shits about Bitcoiners. We're a very small group. We're still.
0: psychopaths. Are we psychopaths? We have a spiritual leader in Jack Dorsey. We're burning up the world.
1: You no, know, it's only gonna get worse. They're just gonna keep making more attacks about it. Well, this
0: is why we need to front specifically
1: run. the non cuck bitcoiners because they're going to divide and conquer us there's going to be a whole group of bitcoiners that won't pay cap against us because they'll be fully kyc'd and they'll borrow against their bitcoin and then they'll spend fiat through their surveillance credit card you know and those bitcoiners will be completely fine by the state they're they're no problem at all
0: matthew this is why we do this show we need to front run these narratives we need to educate people you said it earlier that's what we're trying to do and i think do you think we're having an effect you think this show's working?
1: 100%. I mean, that's the best part of Miami and all these things is is meeting freaks in person and talking to them and getting to know them and and
0: it's it's humbling, you know. It's it it's really absolutely is. humbling.
1: That's why I do it. That's why I come back week after week
0: like it's overwhelming. Something like I was a little overwhelmed last week. It's crazy. I love you freaks. Thank you for everybody who walked up and said that the show has helped you guys out. It really means a lot and it still blows my mind. Um like Matt said, yeah, I, I feel this is an imperative. We're on a mission. If not us, then who? We need more Spartacuses out there. We need uh, to embolden people to stand up and say, fuck you. We're not taking it anymore. We're mad as hell, I'm not going to take it anymore. And we, yeah. I don't know if the general public's going to hate us that much, though. I think we're making progress. I just, just seeing it in my own family and friends circle. uh, Again, people I would never expect to be open to Bitcoin and actually fans of it who would have previously fallen into the category of mindless NPC um, that would take the Bitcoin is burning boiling the ocean. I mean,
1: we're definitely making progress. I'm not saying we're not making progress. It's just, I think, I just think people need to be more humble. Like, I just feel like there's a cockiness element here. That is just, there's just a lot of ego and it's, uh, I don't know. Stay humble. I just, I, 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 the idealism is great in peacetime, you know, but in, in times of chaos, idealism is fucking deadly. And it's important to be pragmatic and realistic.
0: Yes. Yes, it is. Am I an idealist? Yes. In a lot of regards. I am. I'm an optimist. I do bring the realism out. From time. Is the to time clown time world month. top in yet? God, no. God, that was the worst call. We're almost <sighs> a year. We're almost the year to the date. We're a couple months away, a few months away.
1: It's I mean, so yeah, far have, from being,
0: it's so far from being and still. You have people think, you have people out there legitimately arguing that giving eight-year-olds like castration medicine because they've been psyoped into thinking they're the other gender is legitimate and not child abuse. Clown world is nowhere near its top right now. <laughs> it's, that is, I mean, why signs. End of Roman Republic signs. I mean, if you don't know this, like at the end of the fall, like near the fall of Rome, towards the end of the Roman Empire, same thing with the peak of the Weimar Republic Empire, people were obsessed with gender and sex, and they were degenerate. and there were they, everything was uh, subjective uh, in terms of sexuality and gender and stuff like that. this happened <laughs> at the during the fall? Of empires of, of millennia's past. I mean, you can go look this up. I think people were sexually promiscuous, they were cross-dressing, they were doing many um, degenerate things and it, history rhymes and we're, we're going through that right now here in the United States and beyond as the culture war of the day seems to be obsessed with gender, sexuality, and most oddly, the, uh, the sexual preferences and education of children. Uh, degenerate. It's degenerate. And stop watching porn. It's part of, uh, part of the way that, part of the uh, toolkit that leads to this. I've retweeted a great porn thread yesterday. Now, how acidic it is to the mind. It literally fucks up your mind. Like it changes the gray matter in your brain. Pornography does. I was a porn coomer for a while. Um and I can tell you guys uh I was very happy, and I'm still very happy um for not being a porn guy anymore. I think it's made my life better. I think it will make yours too, not pointing at you Matt There's anybody out there who's I'm aware <laughs> <laughs> it's true though I mean, yeah, we live in a degenerate society, and there was some there was some um Signs of that, Miami. I mean, Miami, the conference was incredible, but I got dragged to some after parties and places like, holy shit, this shit is demonic. Um, yeah, there was some late stage empire think, stuff going on in Miami. It's not just Bitcoin specific. It's just the, the city in general. i freaking you out.
1: I'm just trying to f- figure out what you are willing for me to say publicly. And I'm
0: being. Uh, I got dragged to 11. We'll say it. I mean, it's yeah. Lewis, Lewis tweeted about it. Um, Fair enough. And yeah, that was a site to be Which is a strip club. Yeah. And I thought, I, I, I always thought it was just the club. I've heard of 11. It's like notorious. But no, it reminded me of like, I was looking around at one point. I walked out of there. Like, this is not good. This is degenerate, demonic. Like, and I honestly had no idea it was a strip club when I was walking in. I was like, oh, fuck. I just heard this is like the club to go to in Miami. What are your thoughts? Did you make it to 11? I was not there. (laughs) Yeah that was a good thing yeah you, I, were you worried about like my wife finding out like she was the first person I told her in the morning I was like holy shit I no
1: can't... I wasn't I was just <laughs> I was just respecting your privacy I no, just I, I was I was wondering where you were going with it and I Ooh. did not know what to add because I did not want to uh... L-
0: Lewis obviously didn't respect my privacy he was fucking tweeting at the club Marty's at 11 I was like yeah that was there demonic I don't think I'll ever go back I know I'll never go back. Actually, <laughs> it's not for me. Um, should we end it there? Stop watching. Should we, should we end it there?
1: <laughs> what do you think about Elon's takeover of uh, Twitter? Yeah, spectacle. I mean, I think there's a there's a learning experience here that Elon can can do a hostile takeover of Twitter by buying Twitter shares, and you can do that with a Proof of Stake network by buying Proof of Stake tokens. Uh, but you cannot do that with Bitcoin. If you own more Bitcoin, you don't have more control over the network. And I feel like that's an important
0: uh, learning lesson here. Very, le- very important learning lesson. Um, you'll probably never be able to do this to Ethereum as well because it's probably never going to transition to proof of stake. They push back their, <laughs> their merge by another three months this week. That's, that thread's never going to end. Um, um, yeah, I mean, Elon buying Twitter. Spectacle.
1: Do you agree with me that like I mean so like if if you on the scale of like uh like porn isn't great for like children development and stuff like what about is is social media worse or less worse?
0: I think it's less worse.
1: Social media is really fucking bad.
0: Yeah, it's really bad.
1: Like I should Twitter is my last man standing. I feel like I just should not be using it anymore.
0: Yeah. A good way to avoid this stuff is just to be busy. That was the great thing about like last week and the week before and this week, too. I've just been like crazy busy. I just haven't been on Twitter that much. and
1: I think the incentives of social media are pretty fucking brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... I mean, we can end it there. Stay humble, stack sats, love you freaks. Consider subscribing to Silla Dispatch if you haven't already. <laughs>
0: Okay, hey, I guess we're going to end it. I had some things to say.
1: No, you can go. I'm down to go. I can go for another hour if you want.
0: No, we can't go for another hour. But yeah. No, I forget what... Oh, yeah, social media. Yeah, be busy. Have a family. Uh, That'll get you busy. That's a good thing. I felt very fortunate to have uh, my niece and nephew and sister and brother-in-law in town this week. spent a lot of family time. It's a great way to uh, decompress after... Um, a week in Miami. You yeah,
1: priorities, right? Just yeah. what is important.
0: Yeah, family is the most important thing. Um, I love my family.
1: That's uh, a positive note.
0: Yes. Go start a family. I like ending on that. Go start a family. Peace and love, freaks.
1: Okay.